Good evening and welcome to the starting over episode on Dana B and Dana. I am so excited because we are live on Facebook and we are at intellectualradio.com and iHeartRadio station. And I am so excited because I am back, y'all. I am back in studio. Yes. And it's been like two months since I've been in studio and it feels so good to be back. What better way to be back in studio for radio than to be here with some of my amazing friends? I got four amazing girls, y'all, ladies, incredible women who are out here doing incredible things. And we're going to get to them in just one second. But I want to tell you a little bit about what I've been up to in the past two months. So I'm back in studio last month. Excuse me. The last show I had was in March. Uh, we celebrated International Women's Day. So for any of you who celebrate women, you know that was in the beginning of March when we celebrated International Day. And I celebrated the women who support my show, uh, part of my dream team, all the women who helped me get my life right, get my face right, get my hair right, who helped me behind the scenes of Dana being Dana on television, on radio, and all that that means. We have an incredible group, incredible group of women who come together for this show. Um, so please share the show. The, the page. See, that's why I said volume and sound. But anyway, my my friends, my my girls who helped me with this with this show are incredible. They are amazing, and I celebrated them for International Women's Day. That was my last episode on radio, and that was in March. And so I just want to thank those ladies. Shout out to my dream team. Uh, COVID has hit us very hard. We've had a difficult time. But what I love about my friends is that they have supported me. They have supported us. They have supported everything that we are doing. And we have persevered through the pandemic uh, in both television and radio nonetheless. So I will tell you a little bit more about that. Um, on NCTV in March, we aired our, our autism awareness show. And we had our suicide awareness show, suicide awareness and prevention and then we ended with our anniversary episode. Uh, we are celebrating one year on television of Dana B and Dana. So for those of you who don't know who are new to the scene, Dana B and Dana was a radio show. It was a podcast that started here at Intellectual Radio in 2017. We got picked up for television in 2019, and we are May of 2019, and we are now celebrating a year. Um, it's June of 2020, and it has been an awesome, incredible year. And we celebrated our anniversary episode last month tomorrow night tomorrow night is the premiere of our next episode on nctv naperville community television nctv17.com it is our laughter show we've got some incredible commands ron baker jr mars Timms. um they are doing incredible things i'll be running their profiles later but they're doing awesome things in the space of comedic relief laughter and all that good stuff so please follow ron baker jr mars Timms. Great comedians, and we have a great episode on NCTV 17 uh, on the Laughter Show um, on Dana B and Dana, which is sponsored by the Right. Um, it, I'm sorry, it's not sponsored by the Right Center. It's sponsored by Janelle's Bling Things, and it's sponsored by um, Jill Whitwer, personal stylist, and What to Wear Collective. So now that I've gotten all that out, because we it, I've been busy, you know, one thing I prayed for with this whole pandemic is that I have growth. I want to grow uh, personally, which has been amazing. Um, and, but I want to grow personally too. And so I'm so excited about all the things that have been happening with Dana being Dana. 
I have also been, uh, uh, I started a new television show called Finding Common Ground. Finding Common Ground is a news-based show. Uh, We are in our second episode right now where I interviewed the uh, police chief of the Naperville Police Department. Black Lives Matter, that's what we're talking about. We've been talking about racism and COVID. In case y'all didn't know, I'm Black. And so I'm a mother, and that's important to me. And so I'm appreciative and honored to be part of a news-based program that focuses on uh, news and current events and what's going on, because I blend that with my passion, which is this, uh, talking about the human connection. What I feel and what I'm so excited about is that my platform is about bringing people together, the human connection, the things that bring us together. I got people from all different colors, shades, creeds, and we come together because I, I just feel like we have more in common than we do differences. And that's why these beautiful ladies are here tonight. Uh, as I return to radio for my 119th episode on radio, this is, this is the starting over show. And I want to thank these ladies who are nodding their heads because they're super cute and amazing and awesome. <laughs> um, so I just want to introduce you all. You guys are all entrepreneurs and who are doing incredible things. Sophia, I want to start with you. Welcome back. Hi, Dana. Hey, girl, because you've been riding with me like pre-pandemic. <laughs> yes. We started this relationship a long time ago. It's and, fun to be back. Well, thank it's you. so great to have you back, and I'm thrilled that you're here. Um, and I appreciate you. So thank you so much for joining me. Can you tell, can you introduce yourself sure. and tell us briefly about um, Yoli? Yes. Hello, hello. It is so awesome to be back in the studio. I have missed all of you guys. Um I'm, my name is Sophia. I'm a registered nurse. Been a nurse for about 10 years. Um, uh, you know, and we'll, I guess we'll cover this in our um, discussion today. But my um, entrepreneurial journey actually started with um, because of a crisis. And uh, I was diagnosed with a lifelong chronic illness. And that's kind of what propelled me into the world of holistic medicine. And, uh, um, you know, learning how to live with a lifelong illness is, um, it's a challenge. But um it changed my life. And so um, I realized the level of impact um, that I could have as an entrepreneur on communities, because this is something that's just nearly not emphasized enough in our healthcare system. So that's when um, I partnered with a company called Yoli. And uh, it's just been an amazing journey, just um, helping people. Um, It's a people helping people business. And uh, it's incredibly rewarding, even more so, dare I say, than my nursing career. And so I love it, um, and uh, I get to do this because of it. So yay! You're awesome, Sophia. How can people reach you? <laughs> um, you know, the best way is direct. Just call me, you guys. Call me or text me six three zero eight zero two two four four one. I can also be reached by email. My first name Sophia dot Zafar Z as in zebra A F A R at gmail dot com. Call me satisfaction <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> Um, I can always connect you to Sophia. She's amazing. If you like what she's saying, if you want to hear more about what she does, I'm happy to connect you. She has made an incredible difference in my life, and she can make an incredible difference in yours. So um, if you want to reach out to Sophia, you can follow her. She'll be tagged um, in the show as we share it, but you can also reach out to me, and I will connect you directly. Sean. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> Sean is awesome. Um, we met when we were both, I think I had finished my divorce process, but you were in the midst of yours. And that had to be four or five years ago. And so um, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Uh, this is the first time being on Dana Being Dana, and it'll be the first of many. Uh, you're awesome. So briefly tell them about you, because uh, I could go on and on. So go ahead. Well, 
it is a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited to be here with you ladies and to be among you all and to be on Dana's show. It's been a long time coming and um, Dana's correct. We met um, at a very uh, big crossroads in my life. And so there were all these things going on and you really couldn't put your finger on why these things were happening all at the same time. But to give you a brief um, look into it, I was going through a very traumatic divorce Divorce is never easy, but extremely traumatic, ripe with anything and everything you could think of from your worst lifetime movie. All of it was happening. Losing my home, losing um, financial security, losing the relationship. We had been married 20 years, five kids, um, kids in college, trying to figure out how that's going to navigate. Um, at the same time, got diagnosed with a chronic illness, debilitating disease called lupus. And because of all the stress from that diagnosis and going through divorce, my hair started falling out. Um, my, I started gaining all kind of weight and anxiety started setting in. So I was having that happen. And then at the same time, all with the, those were two big punches. The third big punch um, that happened during that same um, period was, um, I was wrongfully terminated from my career. So now I had no job. Wrongfully. <laughs> wrongfully Hello. terminated. Let's go on record. Wrongfully. wrongfully. As a whistleblower. So then you hear, you. I'm going, you have got to be kidding. What's so happening much. here? So much. And so faith, my faith really dug in. I started um, finding, trying to figure out what was going on. I started doing some holistic things, doing yoga, changing my diet, researching how to better uh, myself with lupus and how I could use my faith to change my whole situation, that this could not be the life that God had for me. This mm. had to be a turning point. So, um, and that's mm. how I started writing books and started speaking to people and being a motivational speaker and, you know, and uh, starting ministry school and started this ministry called Faith Forward Ministries. And uh, the mission uh, of that ministry really is to encourage and equip individuals to move forward in their life um, holistically by using faith so that they can move towards mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being. Um, you can't manifest your destiny if you can't move forward. So that's what we do. We do some events, um, some motivational speaking, as I said, some retreats and things like that to get people going. Sean, how can people reach you? Um, they can reach me. You can go to my website to find out more about, the, about myself and about the uh, ministry. You can go to www.faithforwardministries.org. You can also call call us at 312-970-0792, or you can email me at info at faithforwardministries.org. You can follow me on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> you can go to Instagram on all those wonderful things and just look up my name, Sean Kyle. You'll find me. Yeah, and I'll, I'll have all that information yeah. again for everybody yeah. for you to follow these ladies because I promise you, they're yeah. all incredible. They're all amazing. What I love about you, Sean, is that you were at such a point in your life that most people just stick around. You know, it's like, oh, we've been married forever, you know, blah, blah, blah. We got all these kids, you know, I'm just going to stick in it. But life is too short. And I feel like with, yes, with what has been happening in our world, I hope people are awakened not only to some of the injustices that are happening in the world, but also to the fact that life is short. What are you going to do with your life? How are you going to take your life by the reins and drive what's important to you and be in the driver's seat of what happens to you? Yvonne? 
Dana. Hey, girl. Hello. I'm so excited to be back. Well, I'm so excited to have you. You were one, on one of the last shows that I had uh, here in studio. So I'm thrilled to have you here. Can you briefly introduce yourself? Absolutely. And I think it's no accident that Dana connected all of us. Yes. Um, I am a survivor myself. I'm a cancer survivor. Uh, We have a running theme here. Um, I'm also a mom of three teenagers. Yes, they are 14, 15, and 16. So I'm a busy lady. And I'm an entrepreneur. I I was, and I still am. (laughs) Um, And I'm an entrepreneur. I help people get their health together and change their life for life. Get off the diet roller coaster, get their hair, skin, everything going healthy, simple, simple systems so that we can be consistent. That's what I do. Um, But like Sean mentioned, I think it's not a a coincidence that I followed these two ladies. Getting your health on and making sure your faith is in place Mm -hmm. have been absolutely pivotal to starting over well because um, I've been through a lot of hard in my life, including homelessness, bankruptcy, loss, loss, and more loss. And then the final pick, the cancer diagnosis. And surprisingly, we all think those big events are going to change our life. Um, but we have to change our lives, right? Our lives need to be changed by us, but it can look like a mountain. It so can feel like a mountain. It can feel like a mountain. And then we get paralyzed and do nothing mm-hmm. and find ourselves stuck. So that's what I help people out of. Um, But I also just love connecting and sharing resources. So getting to know people um, like these ladies here in the studio is such a blessing. And you're awesome, Yvonne. How can people reach you? Well, as Dana said, Facebook is how we actually met Dana. So Facebook is my best friend um, in terms of connection. But you can also call me at 630-605-0043. Or my website is Illinois Thrives dot thrive one two three dot com perfect you want to take a peek yeah and i again i said i will connect you to all these beautiful ladies who are amazing awesome and everything that they do um this is great so last but not least my girl simone dr simone lewis how are you beautiful i am so happy to be here and happy to see everyone i mean this covid thing is no joke i mean just to be able to be around you guys i don't care about the pixel glass or whatever you know i just what about, what about earl shower curtain over there yeah earl got a whole shower curtain situation we love you earl i'm so glad to see you so i mean i'm just really glad um in particular to be on this show i think of every show i mean this is the most important to me because Um, I'm in the midst. I mean, I think I'm coming out of it, but I'm in the midst of completing this transition of starting over. So um, you guys mentioned the spirituality, you know, um, that's what you need when you're in a space like this because you don't know what to do and you literally have to connect and be like, what do I do? So I've been guided on this Mm. journey. And it's been hard, but you know what I mean? But when you're guided, you have that connection. I mean, so I'm, I'm saying is, um, so yeah, that's me. I'm a psychologist and all that. And so I came up with this product, Bare Mastics. It keeps your <laughs> off-the-shoulder fashions off. Let me do this one. Do what? Oh, I know. I'm sorry. No, girl, it's fine. Don't so. Worry. No, girl, you look at her coming out the shower. Shoulder. Yeah, no. So, um, you know, if you ever wear this yes. look, you don't want to go to the party and then you like try and engage and then you're, you know, it's popping you in the neck and you're trying to do this all night. So with bare elastics, you can have freedom of movement, take up space 
and embrace your feminine. So to give you to give you context, Dr. Simone Lewis is a very close friend of mine. Um, She is a therapist, a psychologist, but she is a stepper and she dances, she moves, she's beautiful. (laughs) And what happened was when she was out there strutting her stuff and doing her thing, she found her her shoulders bunching up. And you can't be cute, which is, you can't be stepping in the name of love, which is shoulders bunching up. And so she created, that's the genius of this. She created Bare Elastic. So go to bearelastics.com, bearelastics.com. Cause she created a genius. It's a simple, it's almost like a, um, Why suspender. Didn't I think of that? It's yeah, a suspender right, thing right, for right. your clothes, right. for your shirt, right. but it helps keep your off the shoulder fashions off the shoulder. And it's precisely why. I didn't wear off the shoulder fashions before, but I'm so much more into it now. Cause when you show a little shoulder, like it's real sexy, trust me. Cause I'm out here in these streets, y'all. I'm out here in these single COVID pandemic streets. And shopping is good. Uh, we can talk about dating in, in the pandemic, but but you you keep it keeps your off the shoulder fashions off the shoulder. But what I love about Simone and about all these ladies is that. They have taken life and the cards they've been dealt. And I said this before, like they played the hell out of, out of the cards that they've been dealt. Um, Sophia, you had a quote earlier this week, which was about, it's not about um, being afraid or, 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 or having fear. It's about what you do in that fear. Cause make no mistake. None of these women have not experienced fear. None of these women have not experienced setbacks, uh, but it's about how they move forward despite all of those things. So that's what I want the people who are watching, who are listening, who are tuning in, who are sharing the show to take with them because that's what's most important. I think a lot of people have hit a wall during this pandemic. You've lost your job. You've lost somebody close to you. Your life has changed. You've divorced. You've moved out. And you need to figure out what your next step in life is, right? How do you move on? How do you move forward? How do you move forward in a whole, holistic, healthy way? And so starting over, this show's for you, girl. Uh, This is about you moving forward in a way that best suits you, in a way that you can move forward in a very healthy space. Because some folks see this pandemic as a setback. And there have been plenty of setbacks. You know, it was hard. Like, uh, I have a coworker who, who passed from covid yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather is not doing well in Nashville. So I, I mean, there's a, there's a ton going on. And I just think grief, because I think a lot of people have lost somebody or has had some setback. COVID just makes grief harder. Whether they died from COVID or not, the restrictions surrounding COVID just make grief harder. But, um, but going through that and all of that, like this whole pandemic and, and what it means just makes you think about things. And so I love you women, personally, but the conversation about starting over. So I want to talk about first, because all of you have had careers and different things. Like, I want to talk about first about career. And so how have you started over in your careers? Well, I'll go first. (laughs) Go, girl. I had made a career of being a full-time mom. I went from a very, very... um, high-level real estate career into being a full-time mom, and I went all in. That was my dream, and that was my husband's dream. 
y'all kept making babies. We had we had three babies in diapers. Let me tell you, it was crazy. Three three babies. You know, the loving is hot. The loving is hot. Yes, I have a Latin man. Um, (laughs) So anyway, um, but when you know the economy took a dive and we were in real estate, we lost everything. Say that, sister. All the houses with an S. Yes. The business, everything, and I had three littles. And, you know, we tried to make a fresh start by moving here and it didn't work out that way. Where'd you move from? Uh, We moved from South Florida, Mm -hmm. one of the worst markets in the country. (laughs) And we came up here for a fresh start and it didn't work out that way. The bottom fell out two years later and we became homeless. And that's important to say that again, because you became homeless, you moved. So a lot of times people move or they make a move or they make a change or they do something different. And they think that's the move for them, right? Yes. That wasn't the move for you. It was your move after that. So it's not your move, but it's your move after that that made a difference for you. Along the journey, though. Mm-hmm. Say that. Right. right. So Absolutely be careful right. when you think you've hit your bottom because yes. it may not be the bottom. <laughs> Hello. Right. So that's where the faith piece really came in. Yes. Because without that, I mean, everything else was taken away. Yes. And that was one thing they couldn't take away. Yvonne, and- how can people reach you? How can they reach me? Yes. <laughs> Facebook is the best way, Yvonne Heller or the Naperville Thrive Lady is how I am known. Mm-hmm. Or my myself, 630-605-0043 is the best way to get me. Anybody else want to talk about careers and, and starting over? Oh man, you know, I <clears throat> as a nurse, um, you know, I had this dream. And honestly, you guys, some of my earliest memories as a kid is visiting my grandma in the hospital when she had her open heart surgery. Um, and that's when you were in the hospital for a month after these major surgeries. And my mom was her primary caregiver, and I was always with my mom because I was I was little at the time. And I remember these nurses taking care of my grandma, and I was like, this is what I want to do when I grow up. And I always knew I wanted to go into the career of nursing because I just loved the concept of taking care of people and, and helping and serving. And when I started my career, came out of college, it was everything but what I expected. It was awful. It was long hours. Mm. It was working like a dog. It was um, no autonomy. It was, I loved my patients, but I hated the system. And so, uh, and because I was also, um, actually I've been diagnosed the same time that I've been a nurse and my, my health was so, my, my career was so stressful that it impacted my health physically. And so um, I decided to switch gears and went back to school, got my MBA in healthcare management. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stick with this, but I'm going to do something different because I just didn't have this sense of fulfillment and purpose. I just felt like this hole in my heart. It was something was missing for years. And so I uh, went into corporate. I hated that too. I had a team of about 30 people. I was the boss, you know, I had a, um, I was uh, in management and it was awful. And so for years, I, again, with the faith, you know, God, why the heck am I here? You know, because mm-hmm. like Mark Twain said, you know, the, the two biggest uh, moments of your life is, when you're born and when you realize why I just could not figure out why I was here because I knew my life was not meant to be stuck behind a computer all day away from my family, stressed out, you know, hating what I did. And so, um, but I'm so thankful now for all the years of turmoil and, and questioning and challenges and not, not knowing who you are and not knowing your place because it eventually does lead you this down this path. And it's usually your challenges that will become your greatest blessings eventually. And that's what happened. Um, my, uh, my biggest challenges were, um, in, in the end, what really defined who I am today and what I do. So 
Um, so it's okay. It's okay to go through the process. Enjoy the process. It is. It is. Sophia, how can people reach you once again? Uh, call me or text me. Um, me. <laughs> 630-802-2441. Or Dana's going to tag all of us. So you guys can also do a Facebook um, message too. That's your story, particularly in the career space, because yeah. you were a registered nurse, which is a profession mm -hmm. that is so respected and well-regarded. And I mean, in the COVID world, people yeah. are like, where are the nurses at? Oof. Where are the frontline workers at? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And you are out, you know, people are out there mm -hmm. doing that, being there, mm -hmm. being present. And so for you to take that career and pivot in what is in your mm -hmm. best interest, yeah. uh, I think that is so powerful. I it is so of, incredible. Yeah. I felt a lot of shame, to be honest with you guys, but to, don't. Leave, to leave bedside nursing because it is a very noble career, very, and I have so much respect for my fellow nurses that are still in the grind, front lines every single day. And, and my issue is with the system because they are not taking care of the people that are, are running this, this, epi, uh, this um, pandemic. They are not, I mean, the basic basic tools to do your job is not available to the people. equipment the equipment i mean a freaking mask is such a difficult thing to obtain so it breaks my heart because something's got to give our healthcare system is so jacked and it's all about the money it's all about the business and it's not about human life human care caring for your employees caring you know giving them what they need to do their job but that's a that's a whole very, that's a whole nother show that's a whole that's starting over yeah. yeah. PPE. But I felt ashamed. But at the end of the day, I knew that that was not my path. Yeah. That was not, yeah. that was not it. But yeah. you are truly walking in your path. And it has been such a pleasure to collaborate with you um, and to work together in pursuing both of our goals and our dreams and the things that we do outside of what we've been trained for. Because sometimes, and I want people to hear me on this, sometimes what you've been trained on, trained in, what you went to school for, what you think you're qualified for, what you're licensed in, is not necessarily your purpose. And I think, particularly with this pandemic and what people have gone through, mm -hmm. that's not what this is all about. And so I want people to get that message. I want people to get that memo. Um, for sure. Well, for, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I wanna encourage those people who might be listening or, or what have you about changing their careers when it wasn't really a choice. You know, I admire that you were able to make that choice where I was living my dream. Yeah, <laughs> I had the greatest job that I could ever have asked for. I enjoyed higher education. I was an, a professor and then a college administrator. Loved it. Loved being with the students. Had 20 years in that career. Loved encouraging them to apply to college, getting people in college, having them in college, in class, moving them on to their career. It was the best job. And especially for a mom right? Five kids. They were always at work with me. I was like, okay, you go to this class, you go to swim lessons over here. Everything was, it was, it was a great career. I really enjoyed it. Um, I had gone to school to be a lawyer, but then thought, you know what? I really enjoy education. And so transform that, taught business law courses, all that. But um, when it's taken away, you know, when you're fired, that's a shame all of its, of its own. And then, you know, to be fired for something you didn't do is a whole nother situation. But what I can tell people is even when that, that career of yours is taken away, you still have those talents and skills. You still have those experiences and you have to sit in that. I'm telling you, I was in the bed crying for months, months 
under the bed, wishing I could never come from under that rock. I just did not want to get out of the bed because I had lost something that was so important to me. And but I didn't, you didn't know lose what it. I was going you to didn't do. lose it, Sean. Like, no. People can never take that away. <laughs> That's from what I'm saying. You just transformed. You, you, right. you transformed it into Say something that. else. That's right. So true. That's, I was like, what so can true. I do? What do I like? I enjoy teaching. I enjoy encouraging people. Okay, I'm going to have to do this on my own. And that's how this this ministry started. I went back to school. Yeah, I got my PhD. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm like, forget that. Now I'm Doctor Sean. <laughs> All right, All right. Doctor Sean. You talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Is put some stank on it. It's Doctor Sean. I just started awesome. teaching people a different way. Okay, I'm gonna show you right. how to move to your next step because you got to get up. You can't stay in that space. You got to do something else with that skill. And so let me teach you and encourage you and walk you step by step on how to do this. Because you can. You can use those skills other places. So, so true. I want to encourage those people. You can just go ahead and get on up and transform your mind and get this That's together. That's true. Mm-hmm. Amen. That is so That's true. so true. Mm-hmm. Love it. Can you talk about starting over when it comes to love and relationships? Because I'm divorced uh, and I think that is so important. I mean, the one reason why I started everything that I've been doing is because I started talking about and testifying about how that old relationship that you were in, honey, listen, that does not have to be the end of you. That can be the beginning of you. That can be your freedom. That can be your new thing. Because I think, I think, I think love, I think the, the encouragement can be so uplifting to you. When you're in a relationship and that's married, single, dating, kicking it, boo thing, whatever, those are the things that encourage you to be your best you, right? You all know, y'all been, I mean, you've been, you've been married forever. You know, you recently, you've got married. When did you get married? I got married again. Yeah. I want to encourage everyone who goes through a divorce and I'm going to tell you, there is someone else. You just got to put yourself out that there. Part. You got to be open. You cannot go get in that closet and say, oh, my God, poor me. You got to say, okay, yep. let me just put my lipstick on. Mm-hmm. Let me freshen up my hair. Let me just go ahead on out there. So how did yep. you meet your husband? Well, my husband is Gregory Gary. Hello, Gregory Gary. Hello, Greg. How you doing? Hey, hey, how you doing? Is he tuning in? Hey, got my ring on. Is he tuning in? (laughs) Yes, he's tuning in. Tuning in. in. Share the show, Greg, (laughs) to let us know. So I got remarried uh, January 1st of 2020. So we got married on New Year's Day. Start this new year, your vision, perfect vision, right? For 2020, we uh, we met on eHarmony. So a plug for eHarmony. Plug yeah. for eHarmony. <laughs> they're not a sponsor, so don't follow them until they're sponsored. But we nice. met there. We dated for a little over three years. and Three uh, years? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a second life. There is a second chapter. You have got to turn that page and start again. So I, I want to encourage people who have been through a hard time, again, whether you were divorced or with somebody for a long time, and you think maybe it's too late. You know, I'm not a spring chicken. I was married 20 years the first time, so I'm a little bit older. But you're you a beautiful <laughs> chicken, let me tell you. you you beautiful prime meat. Um, but I love that because when I met Sean, for those of you who are tuning in, we were both going through our divorces. And I this is the first time I'm seeing you in, after years. And so it's beautiful. Shouts out to Greg. I don't know Greg, but I think that that story is beautiful. And I know you're beautiful. I've, I've known you enough to know uh, from your story that you are deserving of 
love and amazingness. And what I love about you, Sean, is that you're such a testament to people out there about you can be divorced and you can live your life mm -hmm. and you can find somebody who fits you in a way that lifts you up. Yeah. But and you're not that same person. You're not that same person. You know. And, and your ex-husband, mm -hmm. whoever he is, <laughs> right? But he doesn't know you in a way that, that your husband knows you now. That's and, correct. And who you are and where you're going and where you're supposed to be. That's right. And so that's so important. Right. So I love that for you. Right. I love that about you. I think that's great. Oh, um, I'm hopeful. Hey, he's out there. He's oh, listening. He went, well, listen, <laughs> I met somebody. All right now. Oh, I've met somebody. Yeah, so he's listening. He, I think, I hope he's listening. Um, and I think that's so important just because it's about meeting people and living your life and not being afraid to walk away from a situation that doesn't suit you, whether that's a work environment, whether that is a relational environment, um, all of that is important. So when you all started over, let's talk about how your support looked like when you were starting over. What was important to you? Because I think there's a lot of people out here who are like, oh, I just want to start over. I do something different. I have a dream that's not that's unfilled. Because I do think pandemic thinks, has people thinking about what do I do with my life? Right. I have this great idea. I'm sitting at home. I can either watch Real Housewives of wherever, or I can for I can formate and 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 formulate my plan, my life. Um, so, what advice do you have for people who who want to begin the path, begin the journey? Well, I think um, a lot of people don't know what they want mm -hmm. after they've been sort of sidelined or sidetracked on their plans and their dreams and and they really don't know um and i think a lot of the uh ladies here will agree that the first step for many of us was really lifting the fog getting your health together for me that was absolutely critical i mean the doctors all said i was well i was not i was anything but well mm -hmm. but when i started taking care of me blew myself off the back burner and made my health a priority that's right the right. game completely changed. Absolutely. The fog was lifted. I had clarity. It made sense to nobody in my life. Mm -hmm. They were like, what are you talking about? I thought you loved because I had gone back to work. I had to out of necessity. Mm -hmm. And I loved my job and I loved the company and everything about it. Mm -hmm. And when I decided it was time to leave, nobody understood. It made no sense on paper. But I had clarity about my purpose mm -hmm. and my passion to help other people mm -hmm. lift the fog get on track mm -hmm. and live that life that we've been promised the full life. So I think changing your health and putting yourself, taking yourself off the back burner was the first step. And, you know, not just taking yourself off the back burner, but putting yourself first. Mm -hmm. And that was the hardest thing because I'm a mother of two young boys and everything I heard was like, Oh, they're too young. Your life is dictated by, you know what I mean? Your children. Mm -hmm. But I was dying. I mean, I was dying in my situation. I mean, um, I had high blood pressure, you know, I shouldn't have blood pressure. I'm just gonna say it right now. I was in a sexless marriage, you know? Um, so I had all these anxieties. I mean, and it started like in the third year, I was married 14 years. So I was there way too long, but all these years trying to figure it out. So when it actually happened, it was, it was, it was way longer than it needed to be, but it happened. 
Um, because I had gotten to the point where I was like rocking at the other edge of the bed. Like, mm. what am I doing here? You know what I mean? Like I was losing it, you know? Mm. So it was going to be me. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to choose me. And it was the best decision I've ever made. Um, also another thing that happened is in choosing, I didn't realize I needed to choose myself like that because I had this idea and I was like, I really want to do this idea, you know? And I didn't have the support. If anything, I also had you know, antagonism about, you know, what you can't do, what you're not going to do. I mean, you know, it was, I was like, oh, so I, it was already bad, but now I see it was really bad, you know, so, um, cause I had a passion, you know, this was my thing. And, um, so I started on the journey, but when you talked about relationships afterwards, Dana was one of those relationships afterwards in the entrepreneurial space, just happened to meet, you know, at those networking things that nobody likes and everybody feels awkward at, you know, here mm-hmm. I met her and another person who I'm still very close to. We are all um, very close. Yeah, but but it was in one of those awkward settings that that I met this person who opened her home up to me, like not after, you know, not knowing me that well, but having gone through a divorce and knew what you, I, was, this, I didn't know, I had no idea what it was going to be like. She knew. And so she was like, this is what I can do for you. So that was awesome. Um, and I think, I think sisterhood, you're going to get me crying up in here, but just that's what we need. Because if you don't get what you're supposed to have in your marriage, then I hope you get it from the other relationships that sustain and support you. And all of you, I mean, you all have known, you know, I have been divorced personally. And it's funny because I've been, so with the whole Black Lives Matter and everything else, you know, I've been very vocal about my life and my experiences. Um it's been incredible for me. And, and I think what people forget, they're like, oh, she has these shows and she's doing all this stuff. But like, this is not an easy path or journey. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, people, I'm a full-time attorney mm-hmm. responsible for 50 hours of, of work like daily. I mean, week, not not daily, but like week <laughs> daily. That's just what I do. But I have my own my own job. Like, what I do in radio and television is something I do because I'm passionate about it. So when you want to come into my space, you got to come with something that's not messy. You got to come to something. You got to come with something with that that is of substance because I'm I'm doing so much else in this space. And my platform, what I prayed for, because I knew with the pandemic, and Earl wasn't like I want to be your producer during the pandemic. Did you say that, Earl? Arrow was like, no, nah, I'm going to be here in my shower curtain, living my life, <laughs> doing my thing, which I fully understood because I didn't ask him to be my shower curtain producer. But with radio for me, it was like, you know, because what people don't understand is I do this by myself. It's me and Earl. Like I come and Earl doesn't ask me to do anything. And I just come with what I have. And, and, and so for me to do anything remotely required more work. And for me, with the pandemic, I have a, a lot of my business clients, people who I serve in my workspace, were trying to get out of all my agreements. Like blew up, like work was crazy for me um, because of the pandemic, and so I had a lot of deals that were imploding or falling apart. Or can you check the force majeure clause? Like, can we get out of this? Like, what are we doing? In addition, I became a homeschool teacher. Mm-hmm. I have a special needs son. And my son has seven, seven special needs, seven. 
right? That people don't fully understand or appreciate, you know. And so that's what's important to me with respect to what I'm going through. Um, and so there's been a whole lot going on. Um, but so in terms of starting over, so everyone was like, I got a lot of flack for like, why aren't you doing your show? And what, what's going on? But for me, I didn't have an Earl. I love you, Earl. You're amazing. We're going to be selling Earl shower curtains <laughs> to anybody who wants them. They, they, they will have intellectual radio stamped or he will use them before he sells them to you. If you would, so, so DM me if you want to. Earl shower curtain that's either it has intellectual radio logo or he will personally shower in your shower curtain <laughs> before we send it to you but you know I mean so that has been like my thing and the reason why I didn't do it is just because I had so much going on it was so overwhelming to me um but but I think starting over is such a great like because what has come what has come out of all this for me has been an entirely new show Finding Coming Ground was something that we had talked about on Naperville Community Television, but we had not started. And I was just charged with helping it get off the ground. But when George Floyd died, as a mama, like, I mean, it's so hard for me to talk. I mean, I, we can go on and on, maybe off camera and whatever. Um, as, as, a, as, a, as a mother, with what's happening, and I, I'm, I'm an emotional person, right? I feel a lot of things emotionally on a deep level. Um, but for me, George Floyd losing his life and Amy Cooper thinking she could control whether Chris Cooper lived or died meant something to me. And so for me, starting over is about like, how do we begin new discussions? How do we change new things? And so I could not have thought of better people to join me for this episode because I respect you ladies. Just number one is just being women of integrity and character and just amazing, awesome, badassness. And, and, and what Sophia put in her post was, was so true. People think when it comes to like doing anything, entrepreneurial, whatever, it's so easy. Like, you're cute. You got good hair. You're amazing. You got a great husband, new husband. You know, great, great things going on. Things are amazing. You're so smart. You're so talented. You're so pretty, right? But there is so much hardship that comes into entrepreneurship, starting over and doing anything of substance. Mm -hmm. Because anybody can be out here like, hi, I'm amazing, I'm cute, whatever. But when you want to do something of substance, it requires work. There's grit. It requires courage. That part. A lot yeah. of courage. So oh, talk yeah. about that. Like, talk about what you have been through. Because everybody sees your beautifulness. And they're like, look at these pretty girls. And they think I just hired models <laughs> for my starting over show. <laughs> Testify that you were not hired. <laughs> I was not hired. See? Yeah. And none of these ladies were hired. None of these ladies were hired. So, so tell them, like, there's so much that goes into being a part of starting over and, and how much you own of that for yourself, right? Because for me, like, I'm divorced. There's a difference between being divorced and a difference between moving on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can be divorced all day, but if you're not moving on, mm -hmm. you have not experienced that second 
level, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? That's right. That's right. And so there's 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 levels to all of this, mm-hmm. and so there's difference between moving on, you know, and and thriving and and setting up, you know, fulfilling your destiny, walking in your purpose, mm-hmm. call it what you want. But I want people to really embrace that because in the throes of COVID, right? In the throes of COVID, Black people have finally mattered. So what I say is what else? What else can we do, right? What else can be of relevance to people given what's going on? There's so many issues and so my, my whole point is that people are awake, they're 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 woke, they're awake, they're woke, they're not sleeping, they have insomnia, take advantage of all their mental health issues before they get treatment. <laughs> Jump on all that. Mm-hmm. But what can we do? Because we have an we have a captive audience. Mm-hmm. I want people to take better 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 care of their health. Mm-hmm. I want people to take better care of their of their lives. Love who you're with, and if you're not, figure out what's wrong with that and do that. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, this, um, and everybody thought 2020 was going to be like <laughs> the best year of their lives. And oh my gosh, at my I want event, my money back on my New Year's Eve plans. If COVID has not shook your innermost beliefs and everything that you thought you knew, I don't know what else can do it. <laughs> And to me, it has, it has like slapped me in the face with how uncertain life is. And it's not going to come with a warning. It's not going to be like, oh, well, just so you know, shit's about to hit the fan. You have to be prepared at every level, whether you're ready for it or not, you have to be prepared. And so with all the COVID deaths and, and with everything that's happening with the Black Lives Matter, I mean, life is so short and it's so fragile. And, and when I posted that, that quote that you're talking about um i literally said you know if you are so afraid Hmm. you're not gonna make out of life alive you're gonna die so what's more fearful than death itself so if you are gonna die anyway one day you don't even know when it could be the next hour do we really know how much longer we have and isn't that isn't that the irony of life we don't know it could be tomorrow it could be you know but why not make the biggest dent and the biggest splash and the biggest impact while we're here? Because it's, it, it can all be over like that. So what you're afraid of, it's, it's so, to me, it, it doesn't even make sense. And I, and I love watching kids. Uh, my daughter, mm. she's two. And to see them like overcome these fears and to challenge themselves and to, to do all these little things. I'm like, why can't adults do this? Like, why do overthink and get oh, in our kids way? Kids give us great and lessons. Kids give us such great lessons. lessons when it comes to overcoming fears because that's where life truly starts on the other side of all your fears. Mm-hmm. So just say, Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do whatever, you know, whatever you think you are born into this world, you're brought into this world. Just and, and you have to have a good circle. I was going to say that when you said, um, you know, what do you do when you're so looking true. to start over? You have to have that right circle. You have to have a mentor. You have to have someone who's been there, done that. You need to maybe cut out some important people that used to be important Absolutely. to you. Cut them out. Who cares? 
but I didn't have that when I when I did that. I didn't have that, but things were put in place. Exactly. You didn't have what? Trust the have. I didn't have a group. I didn't know. I mean, I had already made the decision I was going to be doing what I was doing when I met you. You know what I mean? But, you know, but I had no sense of what was involved, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so all these things came into place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of helped me know I was on the right path. Too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they say, you know, everything will come as you need it. You exactly. know, you got to trust, 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 trust. The divine. So, yeah. But it's, but it's what you said that. before. It takes courage, right? You Absolutely. have to just trust that you had enough in you to move that step forward. You took, you took, you took whatever those fears were and just turn those around with pure courage. And that's that first step. You said, how do you start over? And yeah. you have to make a decision. You have to yeah. decide that today is the last day. And I'm going to let this hold me back. Today is the very last day. Yeah. The very last day. Now I'm going to stop squeezing these lemons like this. Right. I'm yeah. going to make some lemonade and we're going to figure out something else. And the thing about it is I think a lot of people victimize themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm such a victim. I've been so hurt. I've been in this 20-year marriage, 17-year marriage. 15 year marriage. And so now I'm going to take time and be intentional but I, about what I want for the rest of my life. 11 year marriage, 13 year marriage. Being intentional about that because what I have seen, particularly in this COVID situation as a lawyer, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've had so many people like reach out like, I hate my husband. I want to file an order of protection. Like, I mean, there have been. I become a family law attorney during COVID because people can't stand each other. And my thing is like, listen, honey, y'all need to figure it out. Like, so, I mean, the rubber meets the road. And I think it's a beautiful thing. As much tragedy as there is in this story and the narrative, there's so much opportunity because I'm a person who lives intentionally. Like I am just, I am so passionate about, are you for me? Are you with me? Are you down for me? Like, are we in this together? Or am I dealing with your petty BS and all this other stuff, like your issues and your triggers and whatever? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't operate like that. People who know me know that I, I shut that down. I don't operate in that space. I'm very real. And so COVID Black Lives Matter is an incredible opportunity to live in a real space. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a lot of people like loving y'all, tagging y'all. <laughs> so I hope you guys are following, share the oh, show. Oh, yeah. People are telling you guys look beautiful. You're amazing. <laughs> well, Dana, I wanted to speak to that um, in that I think COVID has forced vulnerability. Yes. Which... Some of us embrace that. Usually oh, yeah. those of us That's that have been through is. this. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my gosh, we figured out the secret. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a Brene Brown fan in terms of that mm-hmm. vulnerability and wholeheartedness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we figured it out, but other people are scared of us mm-hmm. and they're scared of it. Mm-hmm. They're scared that we're not scared, right? Right. They're and they like, hide behind it, but COVID has forced <laughs> that vulnerability and a lot of conversations. Yeah. And I love it. I think it's leveled the playing field. It's opened people's minds and hearts and conversations that would have never taken place because we go through the struggle, right? I felt that becoming homeless in an affluent place Mm -hmm. like Naperville. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have those conversations with my neighbors. Mm -hmm. I tried, Mm -hmm. man, did I get shut down Mm -hmm. and shunned? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was not acceptable. But I always say, absolutely. And I always say, like, it's always, and I think this is so true. And I read a book recently during my COVID time. 
that it's always darkest before dawn. Mm-hmm. And I said that tag, Amen. y'all. Yeah, I saw that. So but y'all you think so, y'all so beautiful. Here. Is this darkest is I got, let me just tell you, my DMs have been popping because people are like, you have like such pretty friends. Like, <laughs> like who's single, who's married? And I, I properly identify. <laughs> but that's so true. Like, it's always darkest before dawn. And like, what I, because for me, I've had some pretty dark days. And things have been, people think it's like super easy. And like, you know, for me, um, I carried my children through the pandemic by myself. So when the pandemic hit, my ex-husband was like, I'm out. I'm going to go home to my mom. Out of state. Out of state. Because <laughs> I'm still nursing and breastfeeding. And so. And they're 10. And, and, no, he's, nurse, he's nursing. He's breastfeeding with his mother. He's like. <laughs> 40 but which is fine but for me like and I don't complain but for me like it's just I'm by myself you know like I don't my co-parenting and I'll say this because it's my damn show I co-parent largely on my own like we don't meet there's no meeting of the minds we don't collaborate so for all of you who have dads and co-parents who are who are agreeable who are on the same page who want to collaborate who want to help Mm-hmm. hats off to you kudos to you mm-hmm. because there are widows out there there are people like me who don't have co-parents who want to participate in the life of their children and you understand that Sean absolutely so that's important to me right that shows the character of a parent because it doesn't matter what your relationship is with the children if you want to be involved in the lives of the child you will conform your behavior, you know, a- effectively, co- correspondently. Mm-hmm. And that has not been my my thing. Um, so it's been a tough pandemic. And I've had some blessings, and that's a whole nother show about what, what has unfolded in my life as a result of the pandemic, which has been amazing. Um, but I just want people to be intentional about what do you want mm-hmm. for your life? Because when you're sitting at home, you can either pick belly lint in your navel. Because some of y'all don't wash your navels. There's a lot of people who don't clean their ears or their navels. You're out there. You're nasty. But I want you to share the show. Nasty, share-showing people. I love you. But, but... People don't share, people don't wash their navel, they don't clean their ears. I mean, people, uh, anybody who loofahs, I'm talking about you. <laughs> We're now at the pet peeve show. We gotta have a pet peeve show starting over with your health, starting over with your, uh, with with your, your uh, hygiene. Hygiene, <laughs> you gotta do that. You gotta do a pet peeve show. No, but seriously, I mean, I think that there are so many things with respect to, and y'all think of your final thoughts because we'll do that in a Is minute. It already Yes, honey. I like, thought we just got started. Like, no. Earl Shower so Curtain is about to like. Gosh, I had he's so ready. Much to tell he's, y'all. He's, he's I ready. had so much to tell y'all tell about us. sexless marriages. Did you know, twenty <laughs> percent of all marriages are sexless, and what qualifies as a sexless marriage? But Less I don't think listen, listen, listen to my divorceness. Listen per month. In my okay. coming soon, y'all, because I am super <laughs> focused on like being divorced. I don't do any relationships 
men are not engaging in a in a loving, intimate, intimate way. But that's with girlfriends too, right? I don't. I'm not. You know, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not. I'm not loving my girlfriend, Sean. Well, you know Sean, you're I'm my saying. girl. Like, Sean, we're not loving right. like, 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 like Sean. Like that, yeah. like that, right? But you know, you're not having the relationships that don't. Sean wants a hug before I leave today. <laughs> Sean, you don't get a hug. That's all you don't get, though. That's so crazy. But I love those toxic relationships. Yeah. But make but sure it's, the relationships yeah. better you. You're, <laughs> totally, yeah. I, totally. The relationships that better you and make you a better person, um, that complete you, and just get you closer to where you want to be in life. And I think you have to be in my my point to everybody who's watching, who's sharing, be intentional about those things. Mm-hmm. You control that destiny. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are like, they want it to happen to them. They're swiping on their couch. What I always say, you're never going to meet anybody on your couch. Be intentional about your life. Surround yourself. And I know you, Sean. Sean is like a classic case of like, amazingness right oh you are and so my whole point is that like you have friends who are like she's amazing like like hang out with sean be with sean like come on hang share out with, with sean follow sean <laughs> you know you know and and yvonne and sophia have been married for nine thousand years so share with them follow like my whole point to you and simone and i are out here in this new game together that's my boo thing. Make my whole lemonade. point to you, make right. a girl making lemonade. <laughs> but my whole point to you is surround yourself with people who uplift you. Mm-hmm. Because some of you have time. Listen to me. If you don't listen to anything else tonight, because my phone, my computer is shutting down. Some of you have toxic energy. Mm. Let me say that again. Let me say it in Spanish. Some of you have toxic energy. <laughs> Was that Spanish? No. Kind of. No, but it is, though. <laughs> Some of you have toxic energy that, you know, won't change necessarily, but but it's about who you surround yourself with and what you do with the decisions in your life that can change it. That can Amen. change it. Transform so that mind. Transfer your mind. Because I, I personally think the mindset, my computer is messing up and it's fine. It's the mindset that is so important Mm -hmm. to how you make changes in your life. People are dying. My coworker died yesterday. So I'm very passionate about this topic. I don't have time for mess. I got a girl out here wondering why I don't respond to her emails because she's about mess. Let me say that mess. And so my whole point to you is don't waste your time being mired in mess. You know why? Because life is short. Life is so short. And if you want to start over, you have to make decisions that are important to you. Many times decisions are binary. What you decide for yourself and for your life can be important and impactful to you, or they can be important and impactful to other people. And at times, you need to choose you. You need to choose you. But if you want to be entrepreneurial, if you want to make a difference in this world, if you want to be more than your children, more than your friend, more than your crew, sometimes you have to choose you Amen. and align yourself with people 
who agree with that principle, who agree with that premise, who are on board with the things that matter to you. Because when I was divorced five years ago, hear me, five years ago, I chose me. And there are people today, I got emails today who hate the fact that I've chosen me. But I'm standing here, I'm really sitting with Earl and his shower curtain. But I have met, it, is, it has enabled my space to meet beautiful women like these women who have chosen life, who have chosen their own paths. When you elevate yourself, you elevate yourself and connect with people who are more in line than what you ever dreamed of before. So real quickly, I just want to introduce, once again, how people can connect with you all, because you guys are amazing, and we're about to close out. Um, and I have a couple of closing remarks before we leave. But Simone, how can people reach you? You can go to my website, um, and there's a contact page, or you can um, email me at Simone at shoulderbear.com. Yvonne. You can find me on Facebook or call or text me at 630-605-0043. Sean. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram, and you can also go to the website. It is www.faithforwardministries.org. Um, um, like Simone, there's a contact page. You can also email me at info at faithforwardministries.org. Same here, same here, um, Facebook or um, uh, my phone number, 630-802-2441. All these amazing, badass women are my friends, and they are also on Facebook. I will tag them and when I share it. But these are my friends. Um, in my 40s, these are people who I've aligned myself with, people I've connected with. We are in this life journey together. They are amazing. They're awesome. They're not just pretty faces. We're not out here just being video chicks. I is correct. <laughs> but we could be. Um, but they're awesome. And I just appreciate you ladies. I mean, starting over is so incredible. I think the whole premise and everything behind it is so huge. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you ladies for joining me for this important, incredible episode. Um, I think we have more to talk about. So we can do this again. For sure. For sure. For sure. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Once again, I do not promise to be an expert, nor do I have all the answers. I am just Dana being Dana. Thank you.